What's up, guys? Welcome to the Messer Fit Mafia podcast. I am rolling solo today, and uh, <clears throat> I just want to talk about something that that comes up a lot in my uh, in my job, working with people and uh, transformations and fat loss and building muscle. Um, the 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 topic being what do you do when fat loss stops um and i'm just gonna kind of roll down some of the the main points that i go over with people um the first thing is is that that based on on self-reported studies uh or self-reported um instances and one of the most recent studies that i've read that uh People who stop making progress um, with their fat loss or weight loss, 50% of them report, and if 50, if half of the people are reporting this, then I'm sure the number is actually more, because people are notorious for not actually saying what's really happening. 50% uh, of the people stop making progress because they stop doing what was giving them success in the first place. So they, they might not manage their calories uh, like they were previous. They might stop weighing their food. Um, they might stop, uh, uh, they might have more than a couple cheat days a week. Um, they might just uh, relax on the weekends. Um, and when you're, in, when you're in a position where you've been, where you've been dieting and you're, and you're even closer now to your, your, your maintenance level calories, one day can literally screw you for three to four days. And if you go three to four days and then you screw up again, you're, you're deadlocked. There's nothing happening. Um, so when fat loss stops, that's when you need to dial in even more. You need to buckle down and focus on what you're doing even more because you get tired of it. Um, you just want to be like everybody else and eat pizza and French fries all day. I'm just kidding, but um, that that's that's just what you need to do when point number one, if things start to come to a halt, look back on your schedule, look back at your food log. What are you actually consuming? Um, have you have you slacked off? Um, and then from there, um, make your moves forward. Uh, the next is what your actual calorie load is. So <clears throat> depending on, on your training, depending on uh, your, your maintenance level based on how much weight you have lost, um, you can do one of two things. Uh, you can either cut calories or you can reassess and add calories back. So, and that has a lot to do with your, your body fat mass and your lean mass, lean, lean, lean tissue. So, uh, I would suggest consulting with a, uh, with a strength professional or fitness professional and kind of dialing in on exactly what your body composition is then looking at um, your daily energy expenditure. Has it gone up? Has it gone down? Um, have you changed jobs? Are you, more, are you more active? Are you less active? Are you at the gym more? Are you spending more time um, doing specific uh, conditioning drills at the gym? Are you doing less time? Are you spending more time weightlifting? Um, the, the, uh, the inputs to that equation are endless and um, um, it's good to kind of sit down with somebody and kind of dial in on what's actually happening 
on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. So you can get an idea of how many calories um, and what, what your macronutrients should basically look like. Uh, the third is drink water. And I, I mean, I try to drill this into people uh, constantly, but number one, it helps you take a dump. Like, you gotta make sure that your, your digestion process is working. Um, if you're going four or five days without pooping, we got problems and you got to start slamming some water. Um, you'll actually burn two to 3% more calories on a day-to-day basis. If you maintain uh, a proper water level, um, because it temporarily increases energy expenditure because of cold water being dumped into your gut. It's an appetite suppressant. You're, you're going to have uh, a um, less likelihood of, of binging on, on the uh, break room donuts. And uh, the first step of fat or lipolysis is hydrolysis. Um, you can't effectively burn fat as fuel if you're super dehydrated. So make sure that that is, that is part of, of your, your reassessment um, as you look at where you are. Uh, are you actually taking in enough water uh, based on your goals? So, and really goals have nothing to do with it. You need to maintain your hydration. So regardless, just make sure you're drinking. And I would say as a rule, I mean, between 60 and 90 ounces uh, for, for most people. Um, the next thing I kind of mentioned this in reassessing your, where you've been and where you're going, what you're doing. Um, Look at your workouts. Uh, are your are your workouts tending one direction or the other? Are they more conditioning biased? Are they more strength biased? Um, are you actually burning the same amount of calories in your workout set as you were when you were making certain progresses? Uh, when you were dropping fat or losing weight, um, kind of make that determination. Figure out where you're at. Um, you might need to you might need to add a little bit more metabolic conditioning or uh, you might need to add a little bit more strength training because your, your body fat is stabilized and your lean mass is also stabilized. So there, there's, some, there's some key things that you can dial in there. Um, and we'll try to get into that into more detail um, in, another, in another one of these podcasts. But that, that's, a, that's a good little topic and we'll, we're gonna dive into that a little bit more. Uh, one thing I do talk, uh, talk to people about is just adding more um, general physical activity throughout the day. So if you are able to take a 10 minute walk after eating, then um, you should definitely do so. So eating your meal and instead of sitting, scrolling through Facebook at your, at your break table or at, at your desk, um, get up and do some laps around the, the plant or around the office. Um, if they, if you're, uh, if your uh, work facility has a has a gym, go hop on the treadmill. Um, anything like that to increase that um, that daily burn is going to be a is going to be a big thing. And especially at the if you're able to do it at at work, um, all the added bonuses uh, of giving getting some physical activity um, will be added onto that. So next is uh, managing stress. Sorry, I'm kind of going fast, but. I know everybody has a pretty uh, uh, short 
what word am I looking for? I'm saying imagination in my head. Uh, oh, well, I've just ruined that. But uh, just managing stress. Okay, so knowing, knowing where you are in your life. Like, if you have a new child? Are you moving? Um, are, you, uh, are you under the gun at work? Uh, all of those things go into to an increased stress load and training and working out is just another stressor. Um, yes, you can use it to help you de-stress um, because you're, you're exerting some physical activity, especially if you're, um, if you're in an office type work environment, um, but your body doesn't necessarily understand the difference between a physical stressor uh, and a mental stressor in it as it accumulates stress on the system. So it's just another stressful period that you're going through and you need to, you need to understand and take steps to help mitigate uh, stress on a daily basis, whether that is uh, breathing techniques, whether that's uh, meditation in the morning, uh, whether it's, uh, it's actively working on your, your outlook on life and um, uh, the reason and the why and the, the why that you do things, um, it's, it's very important uh, in, in managing that stress load. Um, but again, that's another massive topic. So it, going into managing stress is sleep. Um, we have to maintain quality sleep and yes, there's going to be some outliers, but the, the, the general rule is that we really need to be sleeping between seven and nine hours a night. Um, it increases your, your metabolic rate. You, if you ever, if you ever notice how you, um, how you react to food, when you're, when you're not sleeping correctly, you have a tendency to, to really fall off the rails pretty quickly. Um, and that's just a natural, a natural response to being, from your body being stressed from not sleeping properly. Um, so the last thing is a little bit more technical. Let's say that everything, you're doing everything right, you're not stressed, your workouts are great, you just you seem like you just ran into a, a brick wall. Um, <clears throat> the main things that I like to do with people is not, uh, when it comes to diet, throw a grenade into their, their whole system. I like to make little tweaks and to see how they respond to specific things over time. One of the main things I do with people is, is I try intermittent fasting with them. It, it really... Uh, based on our culture, it kind of really works out well. Most people are super rushed in the morning um, and they have a little bit more time at night usually where they can, where they can eat a little bit more. So uh, intermittent fasting is, is just creating a, a fasting window, a long fasting window, basically between about a 16 hour fasting window. And then you take the remaining 20 of the, the remaining uh, time in the day to, to eat. So most people fast from about eight o'clock at night till about 12, uh, the next morning or 12 noon, uh, the next day. So you can kind of adjust that 
that window based on your on your lifestyle. So it doesn't have to be an, an eight to twelve. It can be whatever you need it to be. Um, but from the, the studies that I've read, and there's one that I'm gonna I'll link in the show notes. It uh, it kind of reviewed a lot of studies about intermittent fasting. Um, it found that about three to three to eight percent uh, weight loss and about three to seven three to seven percent decrease in waist circumference within three to 24 weeks of implementing uh, intermittent fasting. So the importance here is, is that you need to understand your caloric load. Um, what, it, what intermittent fasting can do is help balance a little bit of, uh, of hormonal um, issues, and it could also help de-stress the system, um, giving it a break, uh, a little bit longer that, that in that fasting window, um, and intermittent fasting is 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 uh, an interesting concept. Uh, we know we have a lot of people that do it and uh, see good results with it, um, and especially if you are you tend to not respond well to carbohydrates, uh, it's also a it's a relatively good good way to go. Uh, so those are just some key, how many, how many is that? So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight. So those are eight keys to, uh, to kind of work if you have noticed that weight loss or fat loss is stopped. And we'll kind of dive into those a little bit more as, uh, as we bring out more podcasts and I'll get the guys back and, and we'll hammer it out. So, uh, enjoy the rest of your, uh, beautiful weekend and we'll talk to you soon.